Hi, everybody. It's Rockin' John. Now hear this. Try, girl.
until we play one of those hit singles from the 80s that we had. And this one, this one's a, I really do uh, feel close to this song, but uh, I'll tell you, you've never heard it till you hear Eddie Vedder sing it, so I thought maybe Eddie would come out.
gonna be back a little bit later. We got a long way to go. outside yeah we're in the, the backyard and we're looking at a, a nice river and uh, we're gonna do now hear this the first song is called on the man who murdered love from XTC rock you turned me on to the song I'd never heard it before but it sounds like the typical British almost hit <laughs> almost hit very beatily it um yeah it actually came off of XTC's last album which came out in 2002 called Wasp Star. It's one of my favorites. They were down to two people by then. But I think it's just, it sounds like a, a great 
band song, even though I think it's the, those two guys and a drummer. It's also very British. I, I don't know very how to, British. And I put my, you know, sort of kinks and squeeze, I say, yeah. are very British. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. yeah, I'd agree. Great, great pop song, though. And then we follow that with acapella, Beatles, Please Please Me. Yeah, how just, cool was that, huh? It is, it is. It's just the isolated vocals from the, uh, the version you know. It's, it is just amazing. You listen to the harmonies and stuff, and people focused on their songwriting and their playing and their singing, but I don't think their harmonies really got a whole lot of attention. And boy, were they sweet. They were, they were tight. They were tight. And then one of your favorite songs, On a Monday on from Ry Cooter. Yeah, it comes off of Ry Cooter's second album, Into the Purple Valley, which is my favorite. And it's just the feel of it. I've forgotten who wrote it. Just everything about it, his guitars, that great, great uh, bottleneck uh, slide guitar on an acoustic guitar where you can really hear the the slide like hitting the sides of the frets uh, so that's not a, an anomaly in the recording it's it's there on purpose but just what a great feel and I love his vocal on it I really do yeah it's got that funky bump in the night thing that Ry Cooter is yeah. the master of and that that flows just perfectly into the Tom Petty song you picked you know, I'm not the biggest Pearl Jam fan, but I think Eddie Vedder is very serious about everything he does. And I think he's very talented. And when he sings with Tom Petty and the Heartbreakers doing this version of The Waiting, I think he's invested in it. Yeah, it is. But there are, you know, the, the Heartbreakers obviously are a different kind of intensity, but that's, you know, the, the wheelhouse he works in. And then we finished off that opening segment with a mashup, Foreigner and Stevie Wonder, right? Ice Cold Ground. You figure it out. There are a few others in there, too. Whitney Houston's in there. Wh- Whitney Houston. And YMCA is in there. YMCA by the village people, of course. Of course. I, as I always say to John when he, he brings me one of these mashups, like, who thinks of this stuff? And how is it that they get like everything to work together without really, really manipulating? It's just amazing how wonderful it is. There's a guy named Bill McCormick. He is the master of these mashups. And he's a music teacher, so he knows what he's doing. Yeah. There's not a lot of electronic changing. I mean, these songs actually do fit together when you listen to them rhythmically and harmonically. It's, it's always amazes me that they just keep coming out with different things that you wouldn't think work together and they work perfectly. I can't tell if there's been any audio manipulation on most of them. Like if they've slowed the tempo down to make something, it all sounds right to me. I don't think there's any. I think he's really doing it. That's pretty cool. Now the next segment, I had this idea of great songs. Yeah, standing ovations. We did this once before in another NHT segment. Mm -hmm. And I wanted to do it again. And that's, I asked Rock, to pick a song, a live rendition of a song that he actually believed deserved the standing ovation it most surely got. Well, my pick, just off the top of my head, I'm sure there are others, is the band's version of uh, Baby Don't Do It uh, from the Rock of Ages album. It's just, it's perfect. It's perfect down to Alan Toussaint's uh, horn arrangements. He had brought them to New York to do at this run of, uh, of, of shows and lost, the, lost all the transcriptions in a cab. Ooh. So he, I think he had 24 hours or something like that to uh, do them from memory. So the horn players never got to rehearse with the band and they got their, their charts that day. And it just, it's not sloppy by any means. 
It's so funky the way it works. It just happened that way. And, and I've always been a huge fan of Rock of Ages. I think it's one of the great all-time live albums. Yeah, I prefer it over The Last Waltz. Yeah, so that may I. be heresy to say. Yeah, no, I think The Last Waltz is wonderful, and Rock of Ages is even more wonderful. <laughs> <laughs> and I was very surprised by John's pick for a song that he'd give a standing ovation to. Yeah, I picked a song called Blaze On by Trey Anastasio. Is that mm -hmm. how you pronounce it? Mm -hmm. I'm not much of a fish fan, but I heard this song and the positive message of the vocal the buoyancy of the music, the Wynton Marcellus and the Lincoln Center Jazz Composers Orchestra together. This song went on every one of my mixed CDs for the last 12 months. It is just a wonderful, wonderful tune and made me feel much better toward the band Fish. <laughs> well, but here's the thing is, although Fish recorded that song, so did the Trey Anastasio band. It's one of the few songs that he does with his solo band and with Fish. This particular version, which is by the Trey Anastasio band, there are already a lot of people in that band. He has the, uh, what was This is Jazz, Jazz and Lincoln Center Orchestra. But this particular version is unlike any other version I've heard. It's actually my favorite. It's my favorite of any released version, live or studio, that I've ever heard. It is so unique. It's already a good song, and this performance is just stellar, and I'm glad you found it. Well, thank you. Hey! 
scramble for your footing when it gets too steep. You're on the highway now with higher hopes, while all around are rolling eggs with living yolks. You never get too sad, you never get too blue. It must be all those chemtrails raining down on you. The justice of the peace can't help you anymore. And they just took the covers off the justice of war. You got your nice shades on, and the worst days are gone. So now that band plays on. You got one life plays on. You got your nice shades on, and the worst days are gone. So now the
Quentin Marcellus. Thanks to our house band and our musical director, Michael Elizondo. Thanks to the staff at Live From Here, Todd Behrens, Rochelle Rocky, Ben Lulu Dubin, Mark Braverman, Tom Campbell, Rigson Collins, Jason Colton, Lynn Elliott, Michael Everett, Hugh Freeman, Anthony Gathers, Dave Harris, Carly Henry, Jeffy Nilica, Sam Hudson, Janice Concert, Martha Cato, Dominic Mackey, Ben Miller, Emerald O'Brien, Amber Robinson, Frankie Rousseau, Bunky Runcer, Joey Ryan, Thomas Schweitzer, Eddie Shore, Noah Smith, Sarah Weiss, Lily Wen, Adam Zeff, and I'm Bodine Bowling. Thanks to the staff at Town Hall. Check out video clips from tonight's show and learn about what's coming up at livefromhere.org. Supported by Progressive Insurance, protecting small businesses with specialized coverages for commercial vehicles. More at progressivecommercial.com. Thanks for listening. We might as well just let it keep blazing on, shall we? segment we begin with the fearless flyers it's a uh, offshoot yeah, yeah offshoot of, of Volpec. yeah offshoot of Volpec. and they do sign seal delivered and it's like uh an ice pick to the head it is tight <laughs> it is a smack smack down it's very respite you know very uh <laughs> the gnarly snarl of the slide guitar yeah the tightness of the band right the the, the absolute tightness of the yeah what you're saying the next song is one of my favorite Nick Lowe songs, very often overlooked, from his uh, 1990 album called Party of One. It's the lead-off track, and it's called You've Got the Look I Like. The song has just grown on me more and more over the years, and I, I believe it's uh, Jim Keltner is playing the drums, and Ry Cooter is on guitar. Now, the three of them were obviously in Little Village with John Hyatt. This was done a little before that. I love, you know, of course, Nick's great lyrics and great singing. And it's not a full-out rocker. It's more of a funky thing going on. I think it's got a great groove, and I just have always wanted to put it on. We had to find the right place for it. Mm -hmm. And that is followed by one of the all-time fastest rockers I've ever heard, this side of the Ramones. It's a Rip This Joint from the, uh, the Rolling Stones' Exile on Main Street, which, of course, is a classic. I believe it's the second song, and it's just going 100 miles an hour. 
so rock and roll. I mean, they're all just so in the pocket for as fa fast as they're going. It's just genuine to me.
The next few songs begin with a song called Strange Magic by Electric Light Orchestra. Was that a title song of an album? No, it wasn't. I think it was on the Face of the Music album. I think it was a top 10 hit. Maybe not. It might not have been. But I always thought it's just a uh, great melding of styles in that you've got the, the classic you know, orchestra thing, of course, which they were known for. If you listen to the guitar, it's got kind of that 50s, you know, semi-hollow body electric, that beautiful sound going on. And then you've got the raucous loud drums. And of course, the, once again, Beatley influence. John Lennon used to say he liked ELO because they reminded him so much of the Beatles. And I remember he was on a Scott Muni's show on an old FM radio station called WNEW-FM in New York. He said that it made him very fond of the Beatles again when he heard Yellow. Oh, that's great. And then the next song is one of my favorite classic rock songs, Something in the Air. By Thunderclap Newman. Newman. And, you know, it's interesting because Rock pointed out that this was produced by Pete Townsend. Yes. And he did a wonderful job. Yeah. I mean, there's a... there's. All kinds of great guitar sounds. Yeah. There's one of my favorite all-time piano solos in there, acoustic piano solos. Mm-hmm. And there's a great message. I mean, this is not production that is hands-off. He had a vision for the song. Yeah, yeah. And uh, as a footnote, you mentioned the guitar sound and everything. By the way, that was a guy named Jimmy McCulloch mm-hmm. who went on to be the, the lead guitarist for Paul McCartney's Wings during their let's say, real coming out party in the United States in the mid-70s when they did the Wings Over America tour, which was just great. Sadly, he passed away in 1990, but he was a really special guitarist and a young guy. What a great song. And I think that Townsend's interest in the band was based on the interest in this song. Yeah, I believe so. And we follow that with one of rock and mine favorite artists, Todd Rundgren. One of our favorite Todd Rundgren songs. Parallel Lines. And this is when Todd did an artist in residence at Notre Dame mm-hmm. and he was talking about performing he was talking about songwriting and singing and he just sings this with a piano it's just the song is so oh. there and, and you know you and I love the studio version off of Nearly Human anyway and this is just special actually I think we used that version you think so? yeah the, the studio but it's so good we're gonna do the live one too <laughs> Todd and a piano Yeah. Mm-hmm. 
We're going to spend some time with the blues. Oh, yeah. 
Marcus King is a young singer, songwriter, guitarist, band leader, and he has got it, the undefinable it mm -hmm. that gives you that spark. Let's say Stevie Ray Vaughan had it. Mm -hmm. He did. And Marcus King has it. Uh, and if you are an Allman Brothers fan or Tedeschi Trucks fan, and you're not familiar with Marcus King in any of his trios or his big band with horns, you, you owe yourself a trip to see him, to hear him, and if nothing else, to uh, you know, listen on Spotify or get a, a record or a CD, whatever you want. Yeah, I hadn't, I hadn't heard him before you introduced this to me. He's pretty good. He's doing Killing Floor, you know, the Howlin' Wolf song. It's just him and a guitar, so that's mm -hmm. sort of rare. And from that, we go into the electric flag and my favorite version of Killing Floor. You know, you got. Buddy Miles and Mike Bloomfield and Harvey Brooks and a horn section. This Electric Flag album, A Long Time Coming, has got a real warm place in my heart and I play it a lot. We rarely put two versions of the same song in a row and this one totally works. And even if it didn't work, it would work because they're so completely different at the uh, approaches to the song. It works very well and they sound really good. Yeah, it's our moment in the blues.
musical time. I speak tonight for the dignity of man and the destiny of the man. I urge every member of both parties.
next up, we have one of Rock's all-time favorite bands, NRBQ. Tell me, Rock. Yes. <laughs> Tell me about this. You song. actually chose this song. I, did. <laughs> I had a different one picked, but you 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 talked me into this one. Uh, it's a song that Al Anderson uh, wrote and sang with NRBQ back in the I guess it was the seventies. And it's called "It Was a Accident." It's not called "It Was an Accident." It's called "It Was a Accident." I guess it's almost got. I wouldn't call it a reggae lilt. I don't know. You know, in the it's it's uh, in the in the it's rock and roll. It's not really. It just has a bounce to it. The, a bounce. That is a buoyancy. The, yeah, this, this, the song really has a bounce to it. If you listen to the lyrics, there's kind of a little story being told there, which we won't ruin for you up front. But it's a, just a great song, and it shows how adaptable NRBQ are to virtually any style of music. Uh, Terry Adams, uh, the keyboardist and uh, founding member of NRBQ, once described their style as omnipop. <laughs> and from there, we go into I Got the News by Steely Dan. But... It's an early demo. Yes. And you realize, wow, you know, you know that you, they work long and hard on all these songs. In the studio, yeah. And here's an example of the early days of a song that sounds completely different completely. When, it, when it arrived back on Asia. It, it shows how much they worked the material before they committed it to tape. However, this demo is infinitely listenable and enjoyable. That from a huge Steely Dan fan. And we're both big Edgar Winter fan. Oh, yes. So tell them about the next song. So re-entrance from Edgar Winter's entrance album. That's his debut album mm-hmm. as a performer. And he was combining jazz and gospel and R&B and blues. Yeah. And mixing it up in a gumbo that was all to his liking as opposed to being dictated by the record company. Yeah. it's And the other thing is that he was, like you said, he was not only allowed to do it, but he was really good at doing all these different things. And it was, he was, how old was he when he did this? He was young. He was a very young, Johnny Winter was already established. And Edgar came in, let's say he was 20 years old. He had 20 years worth of songs there and they were all good. I mean, and, I mean, it was the cream of the crop. He was something else. Set it to the top. 
that's what we're talking about.